time to wake up. It's Saturday morning. Find some milk and cereal. Grab a bowl and spoon. No, a bigger spoon. Head to the living room and take a seat on the floor. But Joseph and Chris present to you... Saturday Morning Cartoon! Hello everybody and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoon Boom. This is a show where we wake up with the Saturday morning sun, plop down on the living room floor with a big bowl of sugary cereal, and watch all your favorite cartoons, both old and new. I'm Joseph. And I'm Chris. But it's probably not Saturday right now because today we watched Star Fox Zero, The Battle Begins. This was, this was not on the list. <laughs> so you get a little no. bonus episode. It's going to be, a, and it will be a little bonus episode. There's not a whole lot to talk about because it is literally one episode. It's 14 minutes long. Came out this year, 2016, in order to help bring in the new game, Star Fox Zero, for the Wii U. Yeah. It, it's really, it's just a prelude to that kind of, kind of like a, not even like a, a complete prelude. It's almost like a, a mini prelude slash crossover into the actual game because I have the game and I played the first level and this is the first level of the game animated. Yeah. So they're kind of like introing to, to what this game is going to be. Right. It, it like it, you know, the, the scene at the end of the, just to jump ahead a little bit, the scene at the end where it's after the episode's over and it's showing the gameplay. Yeah. That's actual, that's the actual that's first the actual level game. of the game. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so we're both uh we're both Star Fox fans and I got super excited about this little 14-minute cartoon and I'm like we have to do this. Like we have to. <laughs> I know you've have been a choice. About it's it going all to happen. Week. Yeah, I haven't so, shut up about it. And it's like, it. dude, I have the game. I've been playing it. Why do I want to watch <laughs> something I could play? Every like 5 minutes I'm like, "Did you watch it yet? Did you yeah. watch it yet?" <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, Star Fox is a crazy universe about anthropomorphic animals that also are in space and fly ships. That would yeah. be the synopsis that you read off IMDb where it's like, that's kind of a poor synopsis of the whole thing. <laughs> right. And I'm sorry every episode that. we're like, that was kind of, <laughs> that wasn't really very descriptive. <laughs> right. No. And that's kind of not, but it really kind of is because that's, if you want to bring it down even further, it's a Fox, a heroic Fox versus an evil monkey. And actually like all of the, the characters and part of the plot, honestly have a lot of basis in Japanese mythology which is really cool. If you go to YouTube and you go find the Game Theory channel, there's a video there by Gaijin Goomba who explains where Star Fox all came from. So it's oh. it's a really interesting video, like how much mythology is actually influencing this game. So it's a fun world of animals flying spaceships to me. <laughs> that, that's yeah that's my extent of knowledge on star fox that, that's the best part it's fun animals with metal legs flying spaceships you got fox mcleod who is the son of james mcleod who is a previous hero who was um who sacrificed himself to save his crew from this evil monkey andros and you've got the previous member of his old crew peppy hare who is as it sounds like a giant rabbit you have Falco Lombardi, as it sounds like again, a, a giant falcon who is the, the, he's a cool guy. He's the, the ace pilot who doesn't take crap from anybody. And then you've got the most annoying member of the team, Slippy, <laughs> yes. Slippy Toad, who he's the mechanic. I, I think he's a, he's a engineer slash mechanic. He creates new things, but he has a really shrill, high pitched voice. 
Yeah, and he's still going he's through always, or something. He's, he's always in danger. He's not a great <laughs> pilot. I don't know why he's a member of their crew. Oh, he's but. terrible. I do have some cast info real quick. Oh, wow. Most of these people I'm not too familiar with, but a lot of these were the same voices from the N64 cast. So oh, cool. The voice of General Pepper and the voice of Rob 64 were done by David Frederick White. And that is the same as the, it's the same voice actors in 64. So he did both of those characters before. Um, Same for Fox McCloud. He was voiced by Mike West. It's the same Fox that we had years ago. Falco Lombardi, his voice by a different actor this time around named Mark Lund. Slippy Toad was voiced by Alyssa Brown. And she also voiced Slippy in the N64 version. Ah, cool. And then the voices of Peppy Hare and Andros were voiced by a man named Jazz Adams. How cool of a name is that? That that is a great name. Yeah, I was about to say. That dude, like, he probably got laid like five times since we started this episode based (laughs) on his name alone. Right. Jazz Adams. (laughs) What a hero. Yes. Now, that's really cool, though. Like, I didn't know that they were a lot of that. A lot of the cast, at least, was from the original 64 game. I say original 64 game, but that's not the original original game. But the 64 one, I think, is the one I'm probably most familiar with just because that's the one I played most of all when I was growing up. What animal would you be in the Star Fox universe? A turtle. Easily. (laughs) I don't think there's a turtle yet, so I'm gonna. I don't be think the, so either. The first turtle that comes in there. There you go. What What about you? What animal? Um, I feel like I would be a bear. A bear. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> like I just imagine this giant, like oversized bear, like squeezing this little <laughs> cockpit, barely able to like move anything. Yeah, there's like that, tufts that of me. fur sticking out of the <laughs> right, <laughs> sticking out of the cracks in the windows. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that would de- uh, that would definitely be me. What what would your what would your character name be? Uh, maybe I would go the the Andros route and just have just one name, and it would oh, be Grizzle. Grizzle. Ah, oh, that'd be a cool name. Just Grizzle. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of take that route and and because Turtle doesn't really sound good in a name, <laughs> so it'd be like something Shelly or Shelly yeah, I can something. See, yeah, I can see like Sheldon or something. Sheldon. Yes, I like that. Yeah, uh, Sheldon McCappa or something. You've got Turtle in there. Perfect. All right, so we've got our pilot names. Let's talk about the episode a little bit, I guess. We probably should. Yeah, we probably should. It is the first level, like I said, but essentially Andros's plot in this is to get revenge on General Pepper, who's the head of the Cornarian army. And so, I mean, he was the one who was responsible for banishing Andros to begin with for being yeah. a mad scientist. And so he's trying to get revenge and he wants him captured. So he sends all these little spider drones to try to do so, capture him from this tower. Essentially, they're ascending this building and it's Team Star Fox's job to stop this from happening. And it happens in such a weird way. You know what the weirdest thing to me is like uh, what Peppy had? Yes. Was it a tuft of General Pepper's hair? Yeah. Yeah. Some of his fur on a keychain. Right. Even the other animals were like, what the heck? So at least they're self-aware that that is a weird thing to have. Yeah. But I mean, it's almost just there to drive the plot to this episode, at least, because it's what eventually is a catalyst that helps Slippy come up with the harebrained scheme invention. I get it. Hair. Because he's using (laughs) Pepper's hair. I meant Uh. meant to do that then. So he comes up with the invention that is going to distract these robots because they are tracking Pepper by his 
Like his uh, DNA signature. Right, his something. DNA signature, his biological sign. So they have Pepper isolate himself in a, a safe zone to where they, he can't be detected anymore. And that ends up being a trash can. Yeah, <laughs> he just put him <laughs> in a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then he, he makes these missiles or these lasers that have his DNA attached to it based on the hair follicles. It, it distracts the spider robots just enough to where Team Star Fox is able to come in, rescue Pepper, and destroy the robots. Right. That's the episode. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But there's a lot of, like, nods to certain things in the games. And uh, the thing I liked the most was I think they did a great job with the personalities of everyone on the team. Mm. Like, just getting to see, like, their interactions. Like, it was – it reminded me of, like, a Marvel movie in a way because there's action and there's some semi-serious parts. But there's also a lot of humor mixed in and a lot of just goofiness and sarcasm and stuff like that on the part of, like, Falco and Peppy. They did a really good job of showing the characters off more than we've ever gotten them in any of the games. So that was cool. There's some pretty funny gags, like when they're first racing to get to their uh, ships to try to go save Pepper. Pepper's like, hang on, guys. And then it cuts the scene and Fox and Falco, like literally a second ago, they were just running, like sprinting to the ships. And then they're just standing there against the wall, like tapping their foot. They made <laughs> you think that they stopped because Peppy had to go take a crap or something. <laughs> but it was actually that Peppy had the idea of the, the using the keychain and Slippy went and developed that missile right. thing that we were talking about. That joke in there just cracked me up because it was really unexpected because <laughs> you thought it was such a serious moment and then it just hits you with that. And we do get a little bit of um, almost a, a teaser for what is to come. And I haven't played through much of the game yet, so I don't know if this part's actually going to be revealed or not. But General Pepper opens a private channel into Peppy's ship. I yeah. don't know what that secret is, but I really do want to know now. That's really interesting. Yeah, that got me intrigued because I'm yeah. like, OK, what what is going on? Because it makes me feel like then that the old Star Fox team, along with Pepper, may have done something bad that we don't know about. And because otherwise, why would they hide it from the rest of the Star Fox team? Exactly. Like it was one of those things where it's like they had to destroy a planet for the greater good or something like that. They definitely did something bad. Right. And it just makes me wonder if maybe whatever they did to Andros. Andros is definitely a bad guy, but it makes me wonder if maybe they did something. Right. So in that way, his revenge is almost justified. We could exactly that. That was a really interesting spin and something I didn't expect, especially because they were talking so serious. Yeah. After all this fun and goofiness and action. Yeah. Like I said, I played through the first level and that doesn't happen to my knowledge unless there's something that I missed. So that was like at the point in the series, I was like, all right, I've played through all this. Like what's going to happen now? Like, is it going to play out exactly? And it pretty much played out the exact same way. But then that happened. I was like, whoa, okay, what is this? Like, this is a little mystery here. So, so I wonder if that's something that'll come up later. Yeah, I bet it will. That's yeah. all. That makes me want to go play the game right now. Like, we're done with this episode. <laughs> I'm turning this off. <laughs> um, the bombs, when they fire bombs, it's still just a red jewel with a B. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even in the, the this little anime, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, the animation looks really good, too. It's like, it's just a kind of basic 3D uh, CG animation. The, the one thing I didn't like is 
just I didn't like how their mouths and heads were animated because their their heads seemed to move a little slower than everything else and the mouths weren't matching up. But then I found the mouth thing is because this was originally animated for Japanese. So if you watch it with the Japanese audio it it matches oh uh, okay see i was thinking it was like the way that they do it in the game where their mouths just, when they're just talking their mouths are just, <laughs> just bounce something down and yeah exactly even the in the new game it does that they, they don't match but then again maybe the new game matches the japanese audio i don't know so let's go ahead and bring our inner kid co-pilots out and see what they thought of star fox zero the battle begins I love Star Fox so much, except for Slippy, because he's real stupid and he talks like a girl, but... Ah, it was cool, and Falco is the best, and I want to join the Star Fox team and be like, whoosh, pew, 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 and do a barrel roll! <laughs> Take that, evil monkeys! I give this cartoon 4.5 bowls of Cornarian cereal with animal-shaped marshmallows out of 5. Okay, I'm going to go play the game now. Bye, Joseph. For me, this was a great nod to the classic games that I loved as a, well, I'm still a child. The classic games that I love right now. It's got nods to Super Nintendo, nods to Nintendo 64, and overall, it's still paying respect to the Wii U game that it's currently based on. This short had great character development and really helped tie you into the Star Fox universe as a whole. Overall, I would give this show 4 big bowls of Evil Andross cereal out of 5, and definitely check it out if you're a fan of the franchise at all. So do you have any final thoughts about this one? Uh, final thoughts on this are just, uh, it was unexpected and it was something that you forced me to watch because you kept reminding me, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> because it was really good. I, I was I was surprised by it. it. The production value, of course, since it's a Nintendo product, the production value is high and it does help to tie you in and bring you into the new game. Since I've already played it, it was kind of a rehash for me. So I would recommend if you haven't played the game yet, watch this short first then play the game and it'll make more sense because going back it was kind of a weird thing for me but overall still great i love this i love this cartoon and i would love to see a whole series like this i mean if they made this like an actual like anime i would totally watch this i'm not even kidding i would watch every episode of this crap even though i don't like all of the characters like slippy the team interactions and the the dynamics between all the characters were just spot on, like perfect, and it was super satisfying. Aside from, like I said, the the head animation was a little weird, but aside from that, everything else looked amazing. There's lots of action, there's tons of humor, and there's still something dark kind of lurking beneath the surface of the story. What else do I need to say about this? Uh, who who should I bribe or do special things to to get this made <laughs> as a series? <laughs> we'll have to find some names. Oh, yeah. Just send tufts of your hair in. Maybe that'll attract Perfect. Them. <laughs> I'll shave tufts of, of my fur off my back. And there you go. <laughs> some grizzle fur. Then they can make bio weapons for you. Perfect. Well, listeners, it looks like our milk supply has now run dry, so it's time for us to say goodbye. And next, we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled program with the anime Trigun. Once again, I'm Joseph. And I'm Chris. And we'll see you this Saturday. Presented by NerdSloth. A place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.